The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Toy and welcome once again. Just ignore that. Ignore that. Everything's fine. Sorry. Welcome once again to a game on the radio, the official Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me in the GHR studio. We have our very own Pronto Comics, Dominic, Definition Man, Serrano. Lord have mercy upon me, please. And we have, um, through modern age technology, we have our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino, on the phone. No, you don't. Hey. <laughs> All right, that works. I honestly thought you were going to throw it to Charlie, and there was just going to be crickets. Just, <laughs> just like nothing. Like, oh, we lost Charlie. Never mind. <laughs> so on. Uh, Tell me that's not how this would work. Yeah, it probably would. On a normal no. day, I can see that being the case. So um, this week's show. Yeah, this is an abnormal day. We're even more <laughs> in trouble. It's very true. Yeah. Yes. So on this week's show, we're going to be doing something that we haven't done for a while, which is great because this is how we are for today. We're going to be doing uh, two shows in one because we have so much show to do. <gasps> we're going to be talking about the movie Captain Marvel. Then there'll be spoilers. It'll be a spoiler-filled conversation. And then also we have to talk about the Big Apple Con, of which we, Charlie and I uh, went to this past weekend, or depending when you're listening to the show, sometime in the past. You know, Mark, you have my phone number. Why didn't you text me? We we're going to do two shows in one. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Why did you did you not want to do two shows in one? I just think as part of the team, it's good for me to know these things. Okay, so now you know, and Thanks. knowing That's is a, half the battle. Uh, so, um, I just, I just found out now. <laughs> yeah, you're not even here. <laughs> I can at least yeah. reach across and start strangling Mark if I want to. So, you can't even do that. So before we do any of that, we got to take it away with these short, short news. Okay. Oh, the yeah. news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, which we are the official radio show of, celebrating over 22 years of comic bookness and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Also, want to do the shout-outs for the Patreons, uh, for Danny Grillo, Jared Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portes, and Kyle Horn. Yeah, if you guys baby. want your own little shout out, go to www.patreon.com, look us up, it came from the radio, and you can uh, donate to do uh, that. And also, I want to mention um, the, uh, the, the, the the contest that we're in. So if you guys are listening to our show, you can go onto the FedEx website, the FedEx contest, or vote for our show. God bless FedEx. So we can win We can win that. You can vote once every 24 hours. So we appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so now let's take it away with the, the news, the short news. So we start off with the sad news, as we always tend to do. I think the news would rather be called vertically challenged. The vertically challenged news, right? Because it's yeah. I'm just throwing I, it out there, man. I've been called out all my life. I yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so sad news. Um, actor Michael uh, Jan Michael Vincent uh, right. died recently from cardiac arrest. Uh, Jan Mac Jan Michael. Mm. Jan Michael was perhaps best known for his role as Stringfellow Hawk on the CBS action series Airwolf. He played the cello. Which lasted from 1984 to 1987. Uh, Jan Michael also starred in such films as... <clears throat> you know why I like that show? Why? 
Because uh, what's his name who was the co-star? Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. You know who his first name is? Dominic. Really? Yeah. There I you go. Know. There yeah, it was. Go. It was Dominic. And, like, I, I loved that show as a child. Like, I would get dressed up, like, when I was in preschool. And, like, I remember, like, my old preschool teacher was like, oh, man, if Jan Michael Vincent only knew how much he loved his show <laughs> way back then. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so he appeared, he appeared in such films as The Bandits, The Undefeated, Going Home, The Mechanic, the original one, World's Greatest Athlete, Shadow of a Hawk, Big Wednesday, Hooper, with Burt Reynolds, Enemy Territory, Deadly Embrace, Alienator, The Divine Enforcer, Abducted Part 2, The Reunion, about all the people that got abducted, I'm guessing, I can't, yeah. and Escape to Grizzly Mountain, just to name a few. Right. On the small screen, in addition to the aforementioned Airwolf, Jan Michael appeared in such shows as The Haughty Boys Mystery of the Chinese Junk, I love that title, <laughs> uh, Dragnet, the original one, Bonanza, The Banana Splits Adventure Hour, The Survivors, Gunsmoke, Marcus Welby, MD, Police Story, Tarzan in Manhattan, and Nash Bridges, test to name a few. I was just going to say, I remember him being a guest star on Nash Bridges. It was the quickest little cameo of him behind a fence. You barely see his face. <laughs> And in fact, he never. They had another episode because he played Nash Bridges' older brother, who supposedly died in Vietnam. Okay. And then Don Johnson's character more or less lives his entire life the way that he thought his brother was supposed to have lived his life. Like apparently, Nash Bridges, for those who don't know, he was a an inspector in in um, San Diego. No, I'm sorry, San Francisco. And he drives his. It turns out he drives his brother's like 1970 Barracuda. And he never wanted to be a cop. He wanted to be an architect, but he became a cop because his brother wanted to be a cop and never came back wow. from Vietnam. Hmm. And apparently, like, he gets lost. He's missing in action, and then he becomes, like, a massive international heroin drug dealer <laughs> or wow. something. So they have him show up for one episode, and he doesn't come back for the next time in a dream sequence. They get another actor to play his older brother. Really? So, wow. Yeah. yeah. Jan Michael Vincent couldn't even hold down, like, a second guest appearance. Poor Jan Michael Vincent. Well, That's I think so he, the man had poor, a lot of man. substance abuse problems, yes. which really, yes. like, killed yes. his career. Um. So, so yeah. Charlie, you have a uh, Jan Michael Vincent story? No, not really. <laughs> I think he made. I think he made his mark. He came out and made his mark on that banana splits uh you know, thing. <laughs> and so many people did. He, he was a... So many, so many people were made famous from that thing. And, you know, and you can tell because whenever you see them, before they start talking to you, they go, la, 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 never mind. <laughs> so uh, he, he was a, a spry, uh, 73, so 73 you know years we old. Need? We need a car crash sound for when the thing just goes off the rails. No, that's... Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so moving on to, to the other bit of the vertically challenged news. There you go. See, from, now you're politically correct. From the... Oh, my God. Oh, wait. He's not ready. Got it. Got it ready? From the... That's a lot of Department. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel had a huge opening weekend beating out Star Wars Part 8 as the sixth highest opening film of all time worldwide, pulling in $456.7 million in the box office, of nice. which... Of which only $153 million was U.S. Uh, box office receipts. Inconceivable! Now, from what I heard this morning, it was out, they already hit $500 million. Hmm. And yeah. that's, yeah. So and counting. Um, according to the experts, at the rate it's going, it will pass the lifetime totals of Captain America, the first Avenger, mm. Thor, and Ant-Man, Ant-Man, Ant-Man by its second weekend. Is Ant-Man the German mm. version of Ant-Man? Yes. Okay, very good. 
Only only uh, shown in Poop and Fart in Germany. Und mein. Um, Und mein. Of note, Captain Marvel beat out DC's Wonder Woman as the highest grossing premiere for a film featuring a woman in the lead role, which opened at $103 million. Considering so, Marvel's movie track record compared to DC's movie track right. record, that's predictable. But yes. the Wonder Woman was but, the second coming of woman movies and blah, uh, blah, blah, and this and that and the other yeah, thing. Yeah, and now, yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, Captain Marvel yeah. just like, nope, I'm just going to... Put that on. Well, listen. If you're gonna fair enough though. If you're gonna not go off like the top female film, thank God it's with another female film. Female film, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can't until like Wonder Woman 1984 comes out, and we'll see how that goes. Mm. That's an interesting idea of like doing Wonder Woman in the 80s. I think it'll be like Thor Ragnarok just on Earth with Wonder Woman. Kind of, yeah. I feel like it'll be like I enjoyed Thor Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok was good. It was. That was definitely one of the better Thor movies in my opinion. You know what? Interesting thing I liked about Thor Ragnarok: the fact that I learned that Mark Torres doesn't know who Led Zeppelin is. Well, I know Ouch. who they are. I just didn't know that that was their song. Right. He didn't know that Immigrant Song was Led Zeppelin. Right. Surprising. And I turned him like, yeah, man, it's Led Zeppelin. And he goes like, oh, that's Led Zeppelin? Yeah. I didn't know. But I and learned. And I was like, wow. So, so that movie taught me something. I learned. You learned something from that movie. You yes, learned from a Marvel right. movie. You yes. learned from a Marvel movie. A Marvel movie. That's, that's, that's amazing. One's where they want you to turn your brain off to. So there you go. I know. There it's amazing. Go. Yeah. So that's it for the vert- <laughs> vertically challenged news. So we're going to take our break, our first break. Sure. All right. We'll be right back with It Came From The Radio. Hi. You've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hi. This is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey guys, want to impress everyone at your next party? Shock them all with a custom cake. Anything goes. Classic wedding cakes to wild party themes. Follow my social media for weekly videos and photos. We're a Long Island-based cake shop. Custom Cakes by Christy Incorporated. K-R-I-S-T-Y. Call or text anytime. 631-606-8166. This is Gray Griffin, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And we are back, Charlie. Charlie, we're back. Charlie, we're back, Charlie. Stop talking, Charlie. 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 (laughs) Good job asking him a question during the break. (laughs) Charlie, we are back. Right before we started. All right, go for it. (laughs) What if it came from the radio? For sure, the Big Apple Con. Senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino, is on the phone. And we have our. Did you take own. the goofball pills? <laughs> it's just, it's just, we're off. We're. Are we're we blaming off. this also on daylight savings? <laughs> sure. Why Honestly, not? yeah. All week, wherever I've gone, people have been on goofball pills. I swear. This is this is no it's, it's the it's the le- one less hour of sleep everyone I, apparently is getting. Listen, just just realize yeah. twelve is now one. Go to bed at an appropriate time. What's so hard about this? We're artists. <sighs> artists don't do that, as you should know. Definitely. Yeah, I also hold down a job. <laughs> ah, good job. Good yeah. job holding down a job. Yeah. Hey. They, they should, Thank they, you. They should abolish daylight saving time. They should. They should just keep it the same time all year around. They should, they should keep, keep it, it the same time. 1.30 p.m. Yeah, every day. Right. Yeah. All day. There's no daytime. It. There's no nighttime. Just 1.30 p.m. That's it. Yeah. All the time. That's right. No, they Never should. be late for anything. <laughs> there, there's exactly. A, there are some... Florida lawmakers they're trying to again introduce a bill like to get rid of it yeah yeah and so it's like it would stay at this time so and because mm-hmm. they show that if they do that mm-hmm. one you'll have people with less seasonal depression two yep. you'll have less heart attack issues yep and numerous other things because mm-hmm. you get a little bit more daylight you yeah. live a little healthier yeah right. I mean what that has yeah. to do with the big apple con I have no idea <laughs> no but you well, know what it was it would during... be at a very timely 
point every single time with very little excuse of daylight savings because well, it wouldn't exist anymore. Oh my God, we were well, we did the Big Apple Con. Pronto did the Big Apple Con like two years ago. Yeah, and I I came on Sunday because I have to work Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Me holding down a job, Mark. Good job. And you should try it. Inconceivable. I'm, just saying. Uh, I'm kidding, but we were there and. My my one of my guys I will, I will not refer to him by name just so he's not embarrassed but he's he's there Bomb. and the night before he went out drinking mm-hmm. and he, he was like he was so hungover right yeah yeah and he's but he's, he comes he's a trooper he shows up to the table doesn't matter how much pain he's in he's and there. it doesn't matter he takes the pain but nice. he's like oh what really killed me is daylight savings I didn't realize I had to get up <laughs> earlier now oh, I was like <laughs> sorry man I'm sitting there just like it's fine I'm I'm okay because I wasn't stupid but yeah, yeah. he was hurting so Oof. bad Oof. so. Speaking of daylight savings time and Big Apple, that's what we're going to be talking about first. So nicely done. Hey, nice did, did you get to Big Apple on time? Um, yeah, I got to. I got there on time as the time I had planned to get there. So nice. yes, that, that's you know. And good. speaking of on time, Charlie. Oh hell yeah! And <laughs> especially Sunday when I was supposed to get there, I said every clock, uh, every alarm clock in my house to get me up. Uh, at the right time because I had the chat and the meet and greet. Yes, uh, Charlie uh, and, actually covered that and for a uh, I was standing right outside the boardroom at 9 o'clock exactly, and everybody else forgot to set their times. They came in at 10. Yeah, so Oof. you were there. Were you the only one there? I was I was the only one at the door for about uh, I would say twenty minutes, and then people started showing up. So did you? Do do we have anything with Bill? Did you Did you get to talk to Bill? Spill the um, juice. No, as, as always, we just chatted, but I was not allowed to. I was not there in the capacity of the people who paid for it. I was just there to document it on film. Oh, so nice. we got tons of pictures. We're gonna put them. We got tons of pictures of you and I Bill. Just and Bill. That's good. Yeah, I'm putting those pictures up today. Very good. Now, Mark, page. whatever yeah. you do, don't don't don't, tell. don't tweet Bill. Yes, I won't. I won't. Don't do tell Bill. Oh hell no, <laughs> no. We uh, Bill. Let me tell you something. Uh, Will was uh, Mr. William Shatner was hysterical at the panel, and he was very personable. Believe it or not, at the um, at the meet and greet. Um, not that he's not, but uh, you know. He he was he was very good with people, very good, nice. So um, well, he's been Bill Shatner for so long that hopefully he knows how to be Bill Shatner. Well, we at the Eternal Con, you saw how he was able to just command the room and he oh, just yeah, does it again. Like very it was a engaging. great, it was a great panel. He did it at the Eternal Con. Yes, he was hilarious. Yes, and he did the same thing again at at this panel, and um, it was actually funny because he engaged the people even more this time. Really? So there was a it was a yeah. it was a smaller crowd. Really, and he had, and this is the regular panel, not the meet and greet. So okay. he had the the regular panel, and he was just conversating with the people. And said, you know, they had a question, but it was about ten minutes of just conversating before he even got to the question. I would love to, if I ever oh got a chance. Oh my god, that that was horrendous. Every question was like there was a pre there was a pre announcement to the question by William Shatner. It was crazy. I was I was living, but he was hysterical. You didn't mind, yeah, it, okay. you know. And and he would always finish with, uh, "Now what what was the question?" Yeah. <laughs> I was on the line to ask yeah. him a question, and we were yeah. all talking amongst ourselves. We're never going to get to ask that question because this is taking too long with just a conversation. Right. But but it, it went very well. Yeah, well, well. I would love to see if there would be any way that I could get him without asking specifically to get him just to go Denny Crane. He, he so, so well, somebody did ask him a sort of uh, a Denny Crane question that right. 
what would happen if um, Denny Crane would be somehow transported into the future to defend uh, Kirk for sexual harassment? What? That's a great <laughs> question. And he said um, yeah. that he doesn't like to, to deal with, uh, uh, you know, um, coming up with ideas. He just wants, like, a real question. So he just shot down that whole oh, idea. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And um, but but that went well. That and w- then that would hurt. <laughs> you asked yeah. that question. Oh, that would hurt like yeah, right I, here, just yeah. right in the chest. Just. Uh. Yeah. You couldn't have just I said gotta, like, well, gotta, it'd be very uh, simple. Denny would get up there, go Denny Crane, and then it would be over. Nah, he Credits. 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 I got to tell you, Mark was was up there. He was waiting patiently. We got. He got up there. It was uh, an excellent question. Uh, it was it was terrific, and right after the answer was completed, Mark said, "Thank you very much." And I said, "Why didn't that go for the whole?" <laughs> because it was crazy. Every time Shatner answered somebody's question, instead of saying thank you, they were like a run-on sentence. Well, you have to <laughs> realize that's, that's what, now that of yeah. the unfortunate passing of Mr. Stan Lee, mm-hmm. Bill Shatner is literally top geek in the world. Yeah. Was, yeah. It goes him and Mark Hamill, really. Like, yeah. who else is bigger in the yeah. geek world now well, than Bill Shatner? Shatner has always been, when I've seen him, and now it's like four times that he has always mm. been um, fun and and very personable. And uh, I've heard horror stories about him, but I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Well, well, it's, it's always good to hear nice things about someone. I'm, I maintain that when people are talking to Bill Shatner, they're essentially in their mind, whether they know it or not, they think they're conversing with a god. Right. Okay. Like gotcha. it would be with Stanley. Right. And how could you just can limit yourself to a question of God? Mm-hmm. Right. You, know, I gotcha. you, you want more. You just want more. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Unless you're Mark, who has manners. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so- but I, I got it. I have to say one funny thing that happened at the meeting. Yes. Right. And it was just so typical Shatner. And, um, and it was good because. This is what you want to say to people normally, but you're not William Shatner. You know, it's like he, everybody was coming up, taking selfies at the end because that was part of the deal. So they were taking selfies. So there's two these two Trekkies saw coming up, and uh, you know, they're they're the quintessential geek Trekkies, and they come up and they're and and they're um, haven't left their basement in a year. They're like ready to take the selfie, and their camera doesn't work. Ooh. And and shot and they're trying to fix it while they're standing next to Shatner. And and William Shatner just turns to them, All right, get out of here until it's fixed, come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's allowed to do stuff and, like and, that. And he was right and he says and then you know, he didn't mean it in a bad way. Way there was just a line, and people were waiting. Right. And then when it was fixed, he looked over. He says, "Is that fixed?" And they said, "Yeah." He says, "All right, come over here." Okay, make you captain's know? orders. So, um, but yeah, but it's just like when I saw him at Comic Con, and people were being rude and talking while he was being interviewed, and he just stopped the interview, turned around, looked at them, and said, "Shut the f up." You okay. know? He's he's allowed and, to do something that like that. Was, he's Bill uh, yeah. That was what everybody else in that place wanted to say. So, <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to mention that the other so. panels that I went to, um, mm. we had the the Brent Spiner panel I went to and the Mike Coulter panel I went to. Okay. Uh, Mike Coulter was an amazing, amazing uh, panelist. Now, just a quick question: Did Mike Coulter ask you out for coffee? 
He did not. Oh, <laughs> I know you were hoping for that. But uh, for those for those fans of Luke Cage, right. he did say that they had already written five episodes of season three. Season three is going to Disney Plus before it got it Ooh. got canceled. So he was like he was excited reading it, and then he was sad that it's Look, not. All of those oh, are yeah. coming to Disney. Well, yeah, I'm after two years. You. After two years. Yeah, but dude, but th- everyone's going to be back. They might be recasting. You never know. I don't think so. They might. I don't they think. might. I don't know. It really depends. They have enough money. Look at a Don, yeah, poor Don Cheadle and um, Edward Norton. They're uh, no, not uh, um, Terrence Howard. Terrence, Terrence Howard, Howard yeah. and Ed Norton. They're sitting on the on the bench. Yeah, but those because <laughs> those two guys were pains. They they were like, they were literally being a pain to work with. Yeah. Whereas if I don't think any of these guys have heard anything about them being a pain. No. Right. So you know, I think they were more than accommodating. Listen, I, I think it's because Netflix was just like, well, we're not getting any returns out of this after our contracts up. So right. Netflix is like, we're going to cancel it because we know you're going to take it. Yeah. It made like, sense. No if we don't cancel it, you're yeah. going to you're going to pull it anyway. Yeah. Right. So, so like, let's just cut the cord now, so that yeah. way it's just done right. and over with. And yeah. that was dumb, but mm. and then me, co- I told you how I met the actor that played Bullseye, right? Yes, and he was extremely nice. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're probably all that way. Right, very nice. So they're they want to mm-hmm. probably take the entire cast crew, sense, everything of every show, and just yeah. bring it over. That may be the case, and I really, yeah. really hope that is because, well, those shows should continue. The, like even no if they reason. weren't their greatest, even Iron Fist wasn't the greatest, but you it know, should. It still has something I to Iron it. Iron Fist was fine. It wasn't that bad after they got past like the first few episodes. It started to actually. Be kind yeah. of come its own. It's and always know, like that. It my always, thing with Iron Fist episodes. was like people were complaining about the first season, so mm-hmm. they made it more of an ensemble class. The sex, so the second season. <laughs> second. I said the sex. <laughs> you both made a mistake. I know. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. And, but they made it more of an ensemble cast. They yeah. take um, uh, Colleen's character, put her into the forefront. So now, mm-hmm. not only do you have a woman, but you have an Asian woman mm-hmm. really like spearheading a good amount of this show, Very doing true. a great job, playing a great character, and people still get have to complain. Yeah, yeah. that's what they it's do. It's like you're giving you're giving people exactly what they've asked for, and then they're still going to complain. Rule no matter one, what, do not yeah. give them what they want. Leave them no. one more. Yeah, just just keep it all about Danny Rand. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So just make um, them hate you for a reason. So I wanted to mention the uh, the the Brent Spiner panel because actually Brent and I had a had a back and forth. We had a little tit for tat, and Ooh. I had to concede. He's data. To, Don't mess with him. To uh, to Brent. So um, once again, it was in the same room, and we were just, you know, he was uh, answering questions. And uh, he's I, the only one who can pull off a Vulcan nerve pinch better than Spock. <laughs> he, he learned um, from Spock. He asked the audience, yeah, um, that they should. Who wants to have a live action gargoyles uh, show? The entire audience was like, yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, no. And he goes, why would you say no? And I said, well. And I didn't think he was going to ask me why I said no. He just picked me out of the audience. Why do you? And I said, well, I just think that certain um, properties should stay in the format that they originally were at. Mm-hmm. So when I said that, he goes, well, who asked you? And I said, well, you did. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, well, and he went, fair, fair enough. And then, <laughs> because it's his show, yeah. he had to go and he goes, you know, so you should keep things in the same format you were. You mean things like Spider-Man, things like Marvel? Well, I was like, oh, Jesus. He got you, though. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, <laughs> he got yeah. you. Remember, was, he, he was an android. Yeah, but I was like, that was kind of cool that yeah. I actually had the opportunity. And then later <laughs> on, um, it was upstairs uh, in the, the celebrity area, and I just walked up to him. I was like, you know, thanks a lot. You had a great panel. It was a very nice guy. It was really cool yeah. How, yeah. how that went. So. You know what I love about Star Trek The Next Generation? The fact that that entire cast is still completely and totally friends. Yeah. To this day. I think they were at Patrick Stewart's wedding. 
I think Brent Spiner might have actually he been does, his best man. He does a great Patrick Stewart impression. I know he does a great. He Patrick did it Stewart. at the at the panel. Yeah. It was great. And then I as, heard it in Philly when I met him too. Yeah. As yeah. as people tend to do, ask him these questions, and because much like uh, Shatner, he right. just you know plays off them. So they're asking him yeah. questions about Patrick Stewart's show. He's like, "Wait, you're asking me about a show that I'm not even on." Like, why would I know any of this stuff? Like, why are you asking me this? Well, I mean, it's plausible that, well, no, they can't bring Data back, can they? They blew him up at the he, end of the last He said that. Movie. He's like, you know, isn't Data gone? And he's like, but it was just funny how he was just, you know, ripping on, but in a, in a friendly way, because people do ask certain questions that you're like, why are they asking think, this question? I think it's because people? no one wants to acknowledge the nemesis was ever made. <laughs> <laughs> so in their minds, Data's still around. And, um, Fair enough. Yeah. So what else, uh, Charlie, what else did you do at the uh, Big Apple Con? Um, well, I did a lot of stuff. Um, I got to interview a musical icon, Mary Wilson, which we're going to hear on other shows. Yeah. Um, uh, she was amazing. She oh. was nice. I got to interview the amazing Kreskin. And, um, was he amazing? Louis Martino. He was amazing. Yes, he was. Okay. And um, they're actually making a movie about him, and it's coming soon. And I was I was thrilled to hear that, being the senior correspondent, because he was such a big part of classic TV and uh, TV coming up. You know, Johnny Carson, and he was a big guest way back in the 70s, and he was amazing. He was uh the real deal. He was amazing, and uh, he's a he's a great guy. I I met him once before at the Big Apple Con um, a couple of years ago, and um, that that was a, a lengthy interview. Mm. And um, but uh, Mary Wilson, Mary Wilson was great. I I interviewed a couple of cosplayers. I interviewed. Oh my God! Um, I was at the um, the Richard uh, Rambler. Um, uh, boots with, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite artists, favorite artists, and uh, I in I interviewed uh, Hope Asset, and uh, she told me a lot of good stuff about about the painter. Um, it was received very well. I interviewed some cosplayers. I interviewed a Nina Martinez, who is going to be, um, I think, an up and coming star. She was. Uh, doing a Wonder Woman cosplay, but she uh, told me that um, she is, the, the next day, which was Monday, she's going uh, to film, they're filming a, a TV series with uh, Hilary Duff, and she, you know, she, she got the audition, and they were filming that Monday, so, you know, that's stuff that's uh, for her that's good coming down the road and did you get, luckily uh, hopefully we got in the ground floor on did you her. get to uh, talk to Kathleen Turner what did you get to talk to Kathleen Turner yes I did Kathleen Turner was not giving any interviews but she was a, a very um, lovely lady she was very personable and uh, we, we talked a little and I, I told her how I, I enjoyed all the movies. Including Body I, I Heat. I love serial, serial Mom and, um, you know, all that good stuff. But I said, but out of all the great stuff you did, the, my favorite line from you is, I'm not bad. I was just drawn that way. And she laughed. She said, yeah. He said, she says, that's, that's the big line. I mean, she is known for that voice of hers. Yeah. So, uh, Dominic. Yes, sir. Do you have any other questions for us about the Big Apple Con before we take our second break? No. 
<laughs> All right. Um, Mike was there. Oh. Guys, how was Mike? Did listen. anyone see Mike? Listen. How was Mike? I, I forgot I forgot the most important thing. What's that? And um, Gigi, Edge, Gigi Edgewood. Edgley. Oh, Edgley. Yeah, Edgewood. Listen to me. Edgley. Gigi Edgley, who is at the Big Apple Con, at the Winter Con, so we get to see each other a lot. And, you know, pass and say hello, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Gigi, of course, is from Farscape. She played Chiana on Farscape. And a lot of other TV roles. She was in Star Trek Continues and stuff like that. And But um, the one thing, out of all the meetings, I did not know that she was an accomplished musician. She's a singer. And uh, with her brother, Jake Edgley, um, they have a little little group, Wonderland, and um, they are playing in Brooklyn in August. They're playing at this place called the Way Station on. Um, oh, I've heard of that. Washington. It's it's a complete. Yeah. It's a bar They're completely. Doctor Who Three Washington Avenue in Brooklyn. Yeah. It's a Doctor Who And they're bar. playing there they August tenth, and uh, I, I believe we're going to cover that. And uh, Gigi is uh, talking with me. Uh, she's going to be in Boston, and when she comes back, we're talking about her making an appearance on our show right there. Well, that would be lovely. So, so yeah. So, yeah, so, um, so she's um, she's very open to the idea. We, you know, we. I am definitely going to cover the gig. Uh, and um, so when she comes back, we're gonna we're gonna chat and see what we can work out. Hopefully, she'll be down at the studio. Yeah. So uh, I'm very excited about that. And uh, again, August 10th at the way station. Nice. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, that was that was uh, that it. I got to I got to also speak with oh, and I'm gonna forget her name Anne, and I forget the last name, but she was the actress in. Um, War of the Worlds with Jean Barry. And I'm so sorry that I forgot her last but name. Shame, but Charlie. Was, shame. But you did the interview with her, right? Yes, All right, so we'll, yes. we'll, what does she we'll think of me now? She, she but anyway, now. it was a, a very <laughs> enjoyable. Mike was out of control. Yes. <laughs> he was great. He that was great. Is shocking, he, uh, sir. You know, he was. Um, he, I trying to follow him. Forget it. Um, <laughs> I, we got to thank him a lot. He was very hospitable. He. he um, yeah. We were. How many espressos we very, do you think he had? Um, that we day? got into all of them. Yeah, all of them. I mean, all the espresso. Big. Yeah, big he thank you to him for getting me into that, uh, getting me into that, the meet and greet with Shatna, and uh, he just just was um, just was very um, hospitable to us, and uh, hopefully we'll have a long good relationship with him, and um, you know, yeah, yeah. The, he just he's just amazing. So um, I did nice. want to mention one last bit of news from from the Big Apple that came out of the Big Apple. Okay. So uh, Frank Patch, who runs the Eternal Con, was right. there, yes. and they announced their headliners and guests for the Eternal Con that's coming up. Right. And none other than uh, Johnny Young Bosch, who is the uh, second uh, Black Power Ranger, my favorite Power Ranger of all time, and okay. the original Red Ranger, Austin St. John, is right. going to be there. Yes. There's going to be a panel. All right. Guess who's going to be hosting that panel? Are you going to host that panel? I am going to be hosting that panel. So Yay! I will be hosting the uh, Power Ranger panel at um, a Eternal Con. So that came out of the Big Apple Con. So nice. I'm very excited about that. Yay. Nice. Um, so, yeah. So that's, that's uh, the Big Apple stuff. So we're going to take our second break. We're ready for our second break. We're going to yes, take our we second are. break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the movie Captain Marvel. So we'll be right back if it came from the radio. 
is Carrie Steller from In the Girls Corner, and you're listening to It Came From the Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. This is Michael Bell, the voice of Duke from G.I. Joe, and I am here at CradleCom, and I am with It Came From the Radio. Now, back to our show. You've been listening. <laughs> You've been listening. Sorry. And I was you, waiting. I was waiting. I and you really will continue was. to listen to. I was trying to. so hard was, to keep knew, that from happening. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> I was trying so hard to prevent it. <laughs> I was timing back. it so bad. If it came from the radio. You know, there's a subset of physics, I believe. It's called Murphy's Law. Yes. <laughs> Anything that can go wrong will. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, there is the rated R uh, Murphy's Law from uh, Jack yeah, Murphy. Yeah, baby. Was, um, mm. The guy who was in Death Wish. Um, the, what's his name? The actor's name. I'm not going to help you on this. Bruce Willis? No. The original. Oh, the original Death Wish. Charlie Bronson? That Charles one. Bronson, yes. Yeah. He had his own, you know, don't don't mess with... Uh, Charles Bronson. Not yeah. to be confused with Charlie Bronson, <laughs> the <laughs> most dangerous inmate in England. Yes. Or Charlie Saladino, yes. a senior correspondent. That's right. Yes. So um, we're, we're going to be also one of the most out. dangerous drummers there on the go. island. That's true. So there we're going to be talking That's about right. uh, the movie Captain Marvel. This will be a spoiler-filled uh, conversation, so it, it might have a couple of little bits of things in there. So, yeah, so... You're one of the people who didn't watch this movie. Wasn't it so cool in, in uh, Captain Marvel when Wolverine showed up? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Jackman Twice. showed up. Twice. Yes, that was that was the best part. I yeah, know, that right? That was the best part. Absolute so, best so part. So, Charlie, we're going to start with you because you're on the phone. Charlie. Yeah. Oh, all right. I was worried there for a second. Him. We still got him. Did you see the movie and what did you think of it? All right. I, I um, you know... You know me, I don't know anything about these, uh, the history of these movies. I just go in to watch it for fun. I actually thought, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, and I thought it was moving very slowly at first. You know, it, very, very interesting, but then it got to this one, one part where it was moving very slowly, but it, it had to go through that part because it's, it's an important part of the movie. But I, I thought it was very slow, and I'm saying, oh, I'm not going to like this. And then all of a sudden, it, it picked up, and I enjoyed it. You know? I, I, thought it, I thought it was a lot of amusing little ditties in there. Um, I thought of Mark right away in one scene. And, uh, you know, and, and then basically what I have to say is I liked it. The, the, the effects were great. Um, and do not... If you go see this, do not leave the theater until the lights go on. That's true. Yeah. That's a matter and of fact. And even then, there you go. don't wait. leave. Wait. <laughs> wait. Just be safe. Because when I went to see it, they put the they put the lights on during the middle of the credits, and we're like, uh, "That's not supposed to happen. It's a Marvel movie." Right. It's a Marvel. So movie. we stay. Don't yeah. worry. The bell. The the, the concierge may be uh, incorrect right. with their timing. So right. Heads up, folks. Why? We actually, <laughs> when myself and my amazing lady saw it, yeah. uh, there were people getting up during the credits, and I just leaned over to her, because she's now seen enough Marvel movies to know, to know not to leave. I was like, look at those noobs. They don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Remember there was one person that came running back. Uh, I, it wasn't with this movie, but it was another movie. I'm pretty sure it was Infinity War, 
where they ran back and was like, oh, no, I totally forgot. And they just sat back down basically <laughs> right where they were, and then they watched the end credit scene. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Charlie, what was the one scene that you thought of me? I'm curious. Um, When she crashes the oh. earth and crashes right through the blockbuster yeah. uh, building. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you you and Blockbuster are eternally linked now, my friend. That's my arch enemy. It's going to be one of my new arch enemies. Blockbuster? The, I the funniest them. thing. The, the funniest thing is she did that. I said, Mark used to work in a Blockbuster. That's the first <laughs> thing. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And now yep. the one that's used in the movie is the last remaining one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Now I just want to <laughs> say this: when we say that spoilers can and will be thrown about, Charlie, you don't have to be so cryptic. You can be more specific <laughs> about. You know this part that's really slow, but then like you can go like no the the scene where mm-hmm. yeah a little, you can do that yeah it's allowed so uh, Dominic yes did you see it and what did you think of it well I actually just said that I saw it he did not <laughs> recall I, I was I, I had trauma from the blockbuster thing. yeah trauma from the blockbuster thing yeah I uh, I saw it I enjoyed it mm-hmm. I felt um, that this was just like last year um, Black Panther was supposed to be the black Marvel movie for yes. the black colored audience. Quote unquote in air quotes, yeah. Yeah. Um this is supposed to be the female female feminist movie for you know, and I was just like, you know, they're just Marvel movies. Yep. They're good, they're fun, but like get over they're it. They're fine. Yeah. Right, although I do have to say, we don't uh, need the SJW stuff that goes along with the movie, which I don't think is in the movie per se, as little, much as people just throw it no, onto it the movie. There was a little bit of heavy-handed messaging in that there movie. There was. I got to give it a little more. It was more enough little. to where it was acceptable because yeah. you were just like, oh, fair yeah. enough. Telling a little girl, you can do this. You're, yeah, you're, no, that's you're fine. cool. You you have superpowers of your own. Yeah, no, that's, be good that's to yourself. Good. Be good to others. Fly away. That, yeah, that's, that's really fine. what happened. You know, that's cool. Like that's completely. And acceptable. like there were parts of the movie where my lady and I were watching, and we were just like. This is gonna happen next. That's gonna happen next. And she like, <laughs> she actually told me like, yeah, we could probably write a Marvel movie right now, like, because we've want, been watching them mm-hmm. to get her up to date for uh, uh, Endgame. Yes. And she's like, this is gonna happen, and that's gonna happen throughout watching the the older movies. Right. And now I'm turning to her like, watch. There's gonna be a scene where you're gonna see her get up in every iteration of her life and stand up and, <laughs> and find you're like, the, <sighs> and find the power within and like. Literally thirty seconds after I say it, I'm like, and go. Don't, yeah. Well, what Boom. about the? I mean, big... that was kind of in the commercial too. So I know, that, that was, was just, a bit of a free yeah. space in the bingo, you know. What about the big, the big swap of the villain to the hero? I thought that was not predictable. What? For the scrolls. Oh, the Kree and the scroll swap. I oh. thought that. Well, I mean, the uh, Kree, I thought that the Kree, was so predictable. The Kree I knew were the bad guys because you watch Agents of Shield. You know, most of the Kree are jerks. Mm-hmm. But I right. thought they were going to go along the route of the supernatural where both the angels and the devils were, were both kind of jerks and you just kind of stuck in the middle. Like no, both the enemy of my enemy surprised. is my friend no, type yes, of thing. Yeah, yeah. They were doing but a I massive... I was really surprised. Hollywood being Hollywood, this is where they threw, like, crowbarred a lot of, like, liberal stuff in there. Like, Hollywood being Hollywood, they're like, the refugees just want a home. So they made the, the scrolls into the refugees and it's like, oh, great. I can't wait. I I'm so happy we're talking about border security right now. <laughs> I did not actually make that connection. I'm so happy. Yeah, like, that, I, I wasn't even thinking about that ta- when I went yeah, in to see that, it. Yeah, that, now the, that I hear it, the yeah, government is persecuting benign. the... You know, and I was like, all right. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a lot of heavy-handed messaging, I felt. Yeah. 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 But no, I saw that with, coming a mile away. It's still within the acceptable levels, but it was a little more heavier than, than the, the lighthearted fare. Right. Um, I saw the movie. I uh, thought that this wait movie could have been told in a half an hour. And I think it was an afterthought. So like a Marvel one-shot. Yeah, because it was really an afterthought that they kind of had to a, had a shoehorn this in to get to Endgame. Because I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking, all I'm thinking is, I want to see Avengers Endgame. I want to see Avengers Endgame. Yeah. What does it have to do with Avengers Endgame? I don't really care about what's going on. I want to see Avengers Endgame, but I need to know who she is. 
Basically. Before she shows up in Avengers Endgame. There Kinda. was no... That's really the main reasoning why I was They want to have a back... They want to give you the background story before. Right, but it wasn't and like with... They want to um, sh- fill in some of Fury's background story, I guess. Yeah, they which did a little bit of nice. Which was kind of cool. Yeah, and that was really that, good. But I think everything but her was good about the movie. Like, she really wasn't necessary for you this. You mean she was? She had the same depth of emotion as Hayden Christensen playing Anakin Skywalker? I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I would just say that Not she that was, far. like, she was, that? she was Not a guest far. star in yeah. her own movie, because <laughs> I, <laughs> Captain Marvel, <laughs> guest starring Captain Marvel. To me, I felt that all the other stuff, you know, the, the behind the, the behind the scenes of, you know, Nick Fury, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Right? I thought the, um, the, the Kree stuff was a interesting. Not re- a Flervin. I, I, all mm, that stuff, I was like, well, yeah. that's kind of interesting. Nice I thought one. actually, uh, the, 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 the chemistry between her and um and um Photon's uh, mother oh yeah right was good okay but for her herself I was like well she's just kind of there she shows up she does her thing and then off she goes so yeah. so it's not like um with Black Panther where you saw him in Civil War and you're like oh I want to know more about this guy I want to know what's going right. on and you watch Black right. Panther like okay I understand it it's good now let's get on to Avengers right, right. this one was like she got the pager who was this pager for oh it's her all right let's move on it wasn't. To me, engaging or interesting enough to keep me going, where I'm like, let's just get to. I, I, I want to see. Part of that yeah, movie yeah. was definitely about like let's fill in a lot of the backstories of stuff so we can let's tie again, some loose ends because we kind of need it. Let's yeah. open up another one. Like how did uh, how did Marvel get the Tesseract? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like where that come from? Because yeah. the last thing you see the Tesseract before they have it is that it's um uh, it was in the water it's yeah stark is taking it out from the water so how did it go from stark having it finding it to suddenly marvell has it yeah yeah i'm like i don't know but she was working with the us air force so somehow maybe it was always there may have been a uh, with the with you know the the military in one way or another yeah i won't yeah. be shocked if later on there's another movie that will piece that together maybe yeah, the, or even like next... a one shot or something yeah. that just explains the in-between any, did anyone else feel though that they stole slightly from hal jordan's origin story <laughs> slightly kind of sort of massively <laughs> kind of sort of yes but i'm like i'm watching this and i'm with like that's CGI hal costume mm-hmm. with the cgi costume not and even and everything. that just just like oh Air an Force alien pilot. who crash lands and has to have her mission finished mm-hmm. hmm doesn't yeah. that seem hmm. like green lantern yeah, and like, but I it's mean, first how, of its kind and never before yeah. done, and you know all right. the other top things. That Let's admit say. though, the Green Lantern movie that came out recently was just garbage. So you mean the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yes, that one. the one that he references in Deadpool two that he shoots himself <laughs> in the yes, head for that taking. One. Yes, that yes, one. Yes, yes. Now that, that is garbage. No, yeah, yeah. But I'm just so it's fair. I'm just that saying they reused assets. Yeah, but I mean that's the classic origin story for Hal Jordan, and oh, like yeah. here they go, and they just kind of like we're just gonna lift that DC <laughs> property and yeah. put it but into ours. But then again, that's now. what the comic books have been doing for centuries. Uh, true. They, 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 I mean, they, they they pay homage to each other. Like I don't mm. I don't know much. First of all, she's not really Captain Marvel. She's supposed to be Ms. Marvel. Yes. Um, yes. But they don't. You know, they have to make her Captain. Whatever. Fine. But like I don't know a lot about Ms. Marvel's. Backstory. Does it make you want to know more about her backstory? Does it no. make you? Yeah. Mm. Not they, really. Yeah. But because uh, I know Captain Marvel is actually a guy. Right. And well, not in the Marvel universe. No, in the Marvel originally in, it was in Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Captain Marvel is uh, Annette Benning. She is right, him. But so, I'm saying yeah. in the comics, Comic, the it's source a guy, material. Right. And they start like they, you know. I get they have to streamline things and move things yeah, around. Yeah. And they have to kind of piece it around and Hollywood it up a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why they had to basically steal Green Lantern's origin story. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. We have to talk about the the biggest the biggest part of the movie. Right. Stan Lee. 
Stanley's cameo, I think, was the best Stanley cameo they've had because essentially he's cameoing as Stanley. Yes. Yep. Reading the Mallrats script and, and technically huge... bringing uh, what's his name into Kevin Mar- Smith. Kevin Smith, thank you, into the Marvel universe now. That's true. To as where a, he as now a, technically exists as a right. huge Mallrats fan. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just amazing to see I that. Know. And I don't know if you guys know the behind the story, the behind the scenes story about that a cameo. The real question though is it, why would Stanley be taking the bus? <laughs> Doesn't he have a driver? Wouldn't Maybe. he have someone to drive well, him back that then, point? Well, back then, in the 90s? Even in the 90s, though, wouldn't he have had enough money? Probably, no. but you know what? In the 90s? Couldn't yeah. Joni have been driving him? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he was He was, He was. was just taking the train because he knew that cameo oh, right, was going to happen. Oh, there <laughs> there you go. Go. He's like, I got a funny feeling I should be on the train reading my script today. Yeah. So oh, that's oh, why. There you go. <laughs> so the, the, the vocals... Of that cameo was actually taken from the Mallrats movie, mm-hmm. really? when it goes because when he recorded that cameo, um, according to Kevin Smith, uh, Kevin Feige said that his voice wasn't that great. It was one of his last well, cameos yeah. that he yeah, filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they contacted Kevin Smith ahead of time, and he said, "You better not tell anybody." And they asked him for right. outtakes of that scene. So they used the outtakes from Universal of that scene of him saying that one line that is over awesome. and over and That's over really again cool. in, that, speaking, in that cameo. Speaking of Stanley, everyone saw the Stanley tribute before. In the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the Marvel, in the Marvel logo. I, yeah. I loved it. That I thought was great. that was wonderful. However, I feel... Yeah, Mark, what'd you, what'd you think of it? Because I didn't want to tell you about yeah. it, but what'd you think I of it? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I think they could have made it just... Yeah, right? Just like it was at it was, it was yeah. at ten, but they could have pushed it to eleven mm-hmm. if they had um, audio of him saying Excelsior. Ooh, uh, I yeah. think that would have made everyone break down, though. So uh, what? And, and, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we all, everyone in the theater clapped after. Yeah, it. Like, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we had a, we had almost a standing ovation. But you just in my push theater. it to eleven. Yeah, just, just, you know, just a little. Just, just turn it to eleven. Please go to. It would take it to eleven. Yeah, yeah. I'm Instead, just saying. they just made ten louder, but yeah, we wanted to eleven. But we, these get up to 11. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, have you seen that movie, Mark? Yes, I have. Oh, thank God. Oh, finally. So, so, <laughs> so Charlie, now that you've seen yes. Captain Marvel, do you have any interest in seeing a sequel to Captain Marvel? Uh, of course, of course, you're gonna, you know, whether it was it was good or bad, you're gonna have to see it. You know, <laughs> so it's not that he has any interest. He has to see it. That's the beauty of Marvel. We've come too they far. Have, they, yeah, they come too far. <laughs> you you have people. No, I'm not gonna see that. But you're gonna miss an intricate part. You know, it's it's like they're brilliant. Because the movie doesn't have to be good, but it is good. I, I liked it. I would tell people to go see it, and I thought Brie Larson was good. So I feel that we already know the title of her sequel. Go see it. Oh, yeah. Go see yeah. it. Definitely. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, basically. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Sorry, cop out, but still, really, it's true. Yeah. I really want to see Endgame. Like we I, 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 all I have really that want feeling, to see like Endgame. I said, they say I, it's going to be a three-hour movie. I don't. I, I hope so. And yeah. I've said this before. I right. do not. not have faith that they're going to be able to pull it off. I do not have the faith, which makes me even more excited about it. Because I'm like, watch them prove me wrong. Makes okay. it even even more of a of a, of, a, of an excitement and positive since, thinking. And positive since thinking. once again, I don't watch trailers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell is going on. It I don't really know anything. You're just laying off much. of what you know from here and Infinity War, and that's it. Yeah, right? and yeah. and the Captain and the Captain Marvel trailers. I didn't know anything about that. So when I went in, there, I was like, but oh, I gotta say, right. tra- whatever trailers I have seen for Avengers: Infinity War, there really hasn't been much to tell you what's going on with it that I've yeah. seen. Oh. And even though now we know. Yeah. I mean, they did it before, but now it's really prevalent that they really kind of like alter their trailers 
and the content within them anyway to hide facts right. from those scenes that they're even showing right. to show you that this is different. Like Hulk was actually the Hulkbuster and all this other stuff like that. Like right. now right. people are gonna be wary to even watch these trailers and go, Okay, but what did you change? Yeah, that's and they're true. gonna be like, What did you they change? They do change it's a lot. Be like now. That finger wagging, you know. They kinda throw you off the scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. It happens often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um so you know, I, f- I feel that's going to be very, very strange. I'm, I want to. I'll of course want to see Endgame. I'm yes. look for, looking forward to it. It very does make me so. want to see it. Did uh, was this much. was this film necessary for me to? No, I mean Captain Marvel. Go, I was going to go see it. Oh, was it to make me see Endgame or just in general? In general, like because um, Ant Man sort of kind of was important because I felt that actually Ant-Man would be a better Captain Marvel than Captain Marvel was because mm-hmm. of its placement and what's going to happen and how he's going to tie into Avengers Endgame. I felt that that was actually the better of the two right which which come into play for the sequel um i I'd, I'd say <clears throat> like the movie was necessary Cause I, enough cuz 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 what would get me most upset is if Katamaro's the one that that saves the day and mm-hmm. and takes it on like wait a minute you know she just shows up and then she's going to be hi hello yeah yeah right so <clears throat> i think like it was that's why I i'm was, telling you, this is how they're going to win in in endgame uh, She's because, gonna be able to destroy a stone. I can tell you that because they mentioned the whole thing about right. her power coming from the stone and Scarlet Witch's power coming from the stone, and she was able to destroy the stone because her power came from the stone. Therefore, Captain Marvel will be able she to destroy the stone. She can most likely then interact or re-wield the gauntlet to potentially do something. Especially, you know, she held that cube. No, that, she yeah. held that cube with no problem. She's like, I'm, right I'm, I'm going with Ant Man gets super small and just explodes Thanos's head. That'd be fun. <laughs> like, be like fun. you've seen, like, Should've why don't they, why they just do this? Boom. Mm-hmm. Should have so, gone for the head. Thor's gonna deliver the final blow and go in for the head. That's that's how that's. I'm gonna, just saying that's gonna end. <clears throat> I'm just saying uh, that's how they're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> right. So Charlie, see you, can't, you can't get rid of right. Ant Man if he's so small you can't see him. You don't know he's there. Very true. All right. You'd stomp around all you like. There you go. <laughs> Charlie, final thought on uh, the movie and or Big Apple Con. Um, See it, don't see it, 3D, right, don't 3D. My final thought on the Big Apple Con, go to our Facebook page, go into our albums, the Big Apple Con 2019, look at all my pictures. Oh, um, don't forget uh, uh, Gigi and Jake Edgley's um, gig at the way station on August 10th. You'll see stuff in there on uh, on my uh, on my picture thing in um, the albums. And also, go see Captain Marvel. You're going to need to see it anyway. Way, um, go see it. Fair enough. Uh, well, one thing I want to throw out there really quick was: Has anyone else seen this meme that's going around Facebook of Sam Jackson as Jules Winfield, and then the Skrull drinking the exact yeah. same thing? The yeah. best part was actually I wanted to bring this up. There's actually two Pulp Fiction references in oh. the movie. Okay, that one, was one. What's one the was the one? camera angle with Coulson, the the Cree. I'm sorry, not the Cree. The Skrull disguised as Coulson and Sam Jackson driving in the cars that go into the train station to catch up to Brie uh, Larson's character. Okay, it's the camera angle, and if you actually look, there's another side by side comparison. And if you switch really close between the two, the only difference in the entire thing is just the age and the actor in front of in, in the closest to the foreground. There's almost no literal difference in the camera. It's insane. What wow. is and actually, didn't they mention in in Captain Marvel that this was the the blank the the suitcase? Isn't there a line in there? I don't or did think I see so. something recently that they just mentioned like well, three different box? MacGuffins? I feel like it was because they were mentioning like a ton of MacGuffins. Yeah, I think it was in Captain Marvel, and one of them is like, "All right, this is the lit suitcase or whatever it was." Oh, I don't know. What is with Marvel loving Pulp Fiction so much? Because on Nick Fury's yeah. gravestone, it's like the path of the righteous man. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Yeah. Damn. So for oh, that alone, know, go look. see the movie. We got to right. look. So that's three references now that I didn't notice. So final thought on Big Apple? That's Con? good. I don't know. I wasn't there. 
<laughs> do, do you do you regret not going because we told you so many awesome things? Are you going to go next year? No. <laughs> That's terrible. I got to work. <laughs> That's called holding down a job, Mark. All right. So final thought on Captain Marvel. We'll go see it because see of it. all this stuff. All go, right. see, go see it just for the Pulp Fiction references yeah. alone. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what would be great is one of them like this is a tasty burger. You this know, something like a bigger. That'd be awesome if they this had like a tasty big, milkshake. This is, mm, <laughs> right. How cool would it have been if like it, in the background of '90s LA there was a big Hawaiian burger somewhere? I would have just we loved it look as if while Colson and him were driving, just go, hey, you want to stop for a burger first? Yeah. Like that would have just made me lose it. You, Deleted scene. Are you in the are you in yeah. the mood for a Royale with cheese? <laughs> <laughs> you want a quarter pounder? I want a quarter pounder. Yeah. I, just keep driving. <laughs> that's right. For 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 Big Apple Con, I say once again thanks to Mike Bernaro. Uh, taking care of us. He actually wants to come back on the show to do a, 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 a whole thing, so that's going to be very a follow up. Let's let's oh, uh, schedule that for February 29th. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. Or maybe, maybe February 30th. February 30th. February 30th. We'll I think have him February 30th will we'll we'll work February really well. 33rd. So, yes, so, some may say. so once again, big shout out to that. Um, so thanks a lot for Mike uh, for the Big Apple Con. Um, I thought the this, this year's uh, convention was pretty decent. Um, make sure you guys go check out to www.bigapplecc.com. Um, as for the movie... Yes, you have to see it. Yes, it's 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 required watching. It's required reading. But like I said, it, it really could have just been a half hour story and It's a prerequisite for seeing Endgame. <laughs> well, yeah, like you just kind of have to. It's like yep, this is the checklist it. you need to do, you have to do. Take your daughter, make her feel empowered. It'll be an amazing thing. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah, so if you want to if you want to do some female empowerment, then you can do that in that movie. Yeah. So, if yeah. you have no interest of the other adventure stuff, but want female empowerment, that's Done. that's the movie for yeah. you. Done. Just just um, to watch Brie Larson get up in three different scenes and co- consecutively. <laughs> I just she's and also to kick some butt in in uh, to to no doubt's just a girl. I, I saw, well. that was a good use of that. I mean that, that was I yeah. mean it was cheesy, but it was the good did cheesy. You, did you it notice? Made you just so, go, All right. I mean I noticed, and I'm okay go with like every single song was like by a female artist of the '90s, with the exception of Nirvana. Yeah. They're like, all right, it's a '90s movie. We have to have Nirvana in the background. It's right. like, yeah, like this has to be something. Like it's got to be one. What are we? Well, Nirvana. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. And that's uh, that was another thing about being watching a movie set in the '90s or set in the '80s. Right. That certain movies just have to hit you over the head with, oh, we're in the '90s. Oh, look it's at look 90s. at all the stuff. It's look at this. It's the look at us. Look at us. People that they <laughs> Radio Shack. They yeah, pray off nostalgia. Shack, Movies pray like, off nostalgia, especially Disney and Disney yeah. and Marvel together. You know that's going to happen. So, right. um, so. One, remember one, that thing back in the nineties? <laughs> you know, most of the kids too. that went and saw that weren't even born in the nineties anymore. Yeah, they're like, "What's a I blockbuster?" Know. Or, or, or blockbuster? the whole computer lag and the, it's loading with the, Real the quick CD. Question. Why didn't I, I guess blockbuster just couldn't see the writing on the wall and they couldn't have done their own they, version of Netflix? I, well, here's the thing: it's a whole. I was there. I was there. I can't. We don't have time to tell. We don't. But I'll just give a quick rundown before we go. Because they offered. They were offered to buy Netflix for one million. They refused. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a they whole, refused. They refused. It's the whole thing. It's so really, that, that, our final and thought that is that was their nail <laughs> in the coffin. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, why didn't they just? Cre- I mean, do their it's, own version. They could. They it's had a, everything. Whole, they could have done Blockbuster that's, online. That's a whole other show, and I will tell you off the air about. I was there. I remember. I was there. You were there. You I were on the front there. lines. I know exactly what happened. Believable. So, right. Entirely believable. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, that about does it for this week on It Came from the Radio. Uh, really join know. us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of this show, oh. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> you go. go to our website, com. Listen to us in the archives. We'll be up in a week or so. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a Tumblr account now. So yay. We have a Tumblr hey. Yeah, shout out for social media, Steve, for setting that up. Um, you can check us out on places such as YouTube. Um, Are we going to actually post a Tumblr? Do you know how to post a Tumblr? Who post a Tumblr. Yes, no. 
<laughs> yes, no. That's the answer to that question. Oh, gosh. So you can listen to us on uh, Beyond the Zone Studios or such places as Overcast, Pocket Casts, iHeart, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker or Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts. Pronounce Breaker. Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, or... Just Please just Google <laughs> it came from. It's so much easier. Just Google it came from the radio. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.